This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match, big crocodiles with Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the What up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson. Uh, damn, I don't know my intro, dog. Damn. The tinfoil hat titan. Damn. <laughs> Shit. What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, Jay, you ice, young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me. Fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA, if you see me in the streets. Don't if, you, if you see me in a room with lions, no, Simba's dying. No, I wasn't going oh, that way. Okay. I was going a different route. My bad, man. I'm one of the. <laughs> I'm one of the niggas if you only can trust what you can touch. And when you see me in the streets, give me a pound or shut the fuck up. I'm so sorry. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. I'll never do that again. My apologies, man. And it's your man, Dame, three underscores, three, one, three. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffner, the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the honor. Boss Damon is bitch. Let's go. Oh, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 311. On you hoes. Look, man, I just want to be the first person to say it. Last week, and I'm and I'm and I'm really gonna try hard to keep my humble, keep my humble, yeah. you know, down. But last week, that was award-winning shit. That was a great podcast. That's award-winning shit. Now I listen to our podcast, but it's something about like I lived the moment, so I don't need to go back and like yeah. listen to it again. Yeah. In most cases. But I had to go back and replay the whole show because your dad, wise man, dropping a lot of wise lot words of from knowledge. A man. Yeah, man. Uh listen, man. Uh yo, like that was extremely dope. And I was in my Heartwarming, dog. Man, I was going through so many emotions while we was on the pod because I'm thinking like, yo, yo, this is nice. And this is like a moment. Yeah. One of them solidified history moments. But then I was thinking like, I don't want this to be a moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to have to listen back to this podcast. X amount, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want it to be one of the moments. Cause it was like, I, I get what, I get you know what I'm saying? saying? I didn't I want it to saying. be the moments, but man, listen, uh, I know it was my birthday, but like the gift that 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 folks gave my father, because I've, I've been telling him, you know, what I'm saying like and when Rob dropped the message and like, man, that shit matters, dog. It like does. it matters to him. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember one year uh, last year. Well, not this past year, this past January, his birthday in January, like last January, I posted a picture on on, on Facebook and like, you know, happy birthday to my pops or whatever. 
got like 300 comments and 300 likes or some shit. And I showed them this nigga cry. <laughs> like, like they look at all these people saying, you know, some people from old church people, all different people. Like, you know, he got emotion. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, man. I'm like, it's 300 people out here who like, hey, happy birthday. And that's 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 a sign of a great, um, great accomplishments from a good guy, man. And so many people said they they was trying to uh, hold back tears or cried or, or talk. I felt emotional listening to your when he was talking about like his journey finding another wife the conversations that he had with your mother like dog that was it shit it was touching man man and i just be thinking about um like who my pops could have been because we ain't even we ain't even scratched the surface you know i mean we only spent you know an hour and a half two hours with him so no not not even it was so much stuff that happened in his younger life that if you wrote on a piece of paper you'd be like oh this nigga gonna be dead or in jail you know what I'm saying? I never heard my pop say he didn't think he ain't ma- he didn't think he was gonna make past twenty. But given the things that I know, I can see why somebody like would why think he that. would have that outlook. You know what I'm saying? Like it was really everything was written or set up for you to fail, and you just decided not to. And he said, "I made a conscious choice. I didn't want to live a certain lifestyle." Now your your pops hugged me downstairs when we left, and I could feel the the power of the father on him. Like it, it was strong, and like a. Uh, you know, I had this conversation. I, I mentioned a couple of seconds ago about you know astrology and what your sign is and this and that, which I, I hold some stock in some of that shit. Okay, but the other part, like I don't like when people act like that's it, because God gave us free will right. and you can make a decision where you can be whatever you want to be. Whenever you can be whatever. Damn, this shit sound cliche, but it's true. You but can you can, you can make the choice to change right whatever now. Whatever you want to be. Whoever you want to be, whenever you want to be. Preach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like, I made a decision. I'm like, I'm just not going to do this. This is what I want. Now, is that because a nigga born in, on January 18th? <laughs> or is that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have the the, the ability to do whatever you want to do. Yeah, man. And um, I was looking, I was listening back myself. And I was just thinking like, man, I wonder if that's the, if I'm that way. Well, it helps me understand why some of the things that I do, like, now why am I this way? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some of them stories, man. The the origins of the whooping house. That shit crazy. <laughs> the Conan tool he was building out in the backyard. <laughs> oh man, it was it was it was a joy. You know, my my only thing I'm remiss about we didn't do it sooner with both our pops, man. man. But like this was a moment I was proud to be involved. Like your dad is amazing. And that's a like that's a stand up guy. That's a father. That's a black father. Yeah. Then it made me see. And then it, 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 I'll be in my head so much, right? It'd mm-hmm. be like, well, shit. I can't pattern my life or my my relationships or everything after two other people who are not me and who aren't my other mate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, if you think that's a relatively good uh, uh, mode or whatever, you start pattern like, but those are those two people with those two personalities who meshed. And created me. So then it's like, well, shit. Well, that nigga say he just made a decision. I'm like, this one, like, I'm just going to make a decision. But I'm like, well, you still got to do, speaking to myself, like your own, make your own decisions on yeah, your own time. Absolutely. You can't do it because, well, shit, my dad said this, so I'm, I'm going to do it this way too. No, but, 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 but then you'd be like, in my, so I'm, when I'm in my head, it was like, well, maybe I should though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He gave like, real logical advice, but at the end, when he was talking, when I mentioned to him I want to get married again and all that, he told me what to petition God with. 
like you can apply those principles to any any tenacious decisions that you have to make in Shit, your life, we, any wants that you have for yourself in life. <laughs> what we was talking about before Mike yeah. came on, like for sure. I really been in my head <laughs> the whole fucking week. No, man, I, I I took some time to sit with that, and I'm and I'm that's my prayer. Like, cause you're right. I don't I don't <laughs> I look at what I like aesthetically. Yeah, and typically what I like aesthetically. I mean, I I do. I do and have ended up with, but when I look at, you know, dealings with women that actually were fruitful, they typically weren't what I would go for aesthetically. And it's not no knock to them, but I just, you know, we all like what we like. Not that they're unattractive or anything, but, you know, what, what I would typically, you know, fawn over was different than what, you know, fruitful relationships have produced. So, (laughs) so like, uh, I know what I like, but you know what I need. Yeah. Yeah. And what and That's whatever he gonna give you is perfect, but it's gonna be perfect for you when you get it. You know, you be seeing you be seeing that meme and shit. It'd be like, yo, I started I asked God to remove such and such and I started leaving friends and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scared about that prayer. Even though that's to me, I'm scared to do that shit. Because some of the people who probably need to to be removed from my life, like I still want them in my life. And it's probably not good for me, but you addicted to these people or these but, circumstances. But then you have to look at the other side of that coin. Like if they're removed from your life, like how much better could things oh, 100%. be? So, I mean, what to me, I want I want everything that I can have. I want the best of what I can have. But, and if and if that means, you know, short term losses for long term gains, I get I it. mean, so be it. But that'd be the thing that that'd be fearful because like. You think that you know what the fuck is going on, right? <laughs> Which is so wild because on our answer machine, trust in the Lord, all thy heart, lead not to your own. So it's tattooed on my arm. We, I mean, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. He should direct your path. So, like, I keep you. You think you know what the fuck is going on, and you got the directions every single time. Yeah. I don't know what, my nigga. Why are you thinking? <laughs> and I told you to follow me. Uh, and the Bible says, don't trust your heart. Your heart is evil. It will lie to you. Don't it will your, lie to you. Your heart is evil and it yearns to do bad. <laughs> I'm about to drop some. So uh, Pete said that shit, right? That's the first time I heard that particular but quote. But it's true. It's, As an adult, that's the first time I remember and oh, processed okay. yeah. it, right? Uh, a couple of years ago when I was doing a little documentary thing, and um, which we go, it don't matter. But um, and he was like, uh, I was like, what's the the worst advice somebody ever gave you. And he was like, trust your heart. He said, cause the Bible says the heart is whatever, whatever. And it yearns to do bad. And I'm like, fuck because niggas will tell you to trust your heart, man. All the time. That's, it just seems like a, it's your, a cliche thing to say. Your heart want to do bad. It do. Cause it feel good. <laughs> like it, it just is what it is and shit. I say all that to say, uh man, thank y'all for the love that y'all showed my pops. You know what I'm saying? Cause uh, he a good guy, man, and uh, you know, all that. Sorry, not to. I don't. I don't want to like rain on that. But the verse says, "The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick." Mm. Your heart. That's in the Bible. That's Jeremiah seventeen nine. I mean, that's it. And that's where the the the. the like, is that your heart or is that the that's the lustful nature of your heart? Because I lust after a lot of things. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, false witness and slander. Mm. Straight from the Bible. 
and it comes straight from two separate verses. So making a decision to do right or do wrong, it, it is a decision every time you do some fucked up shit. We can act like it's not, but it's a, it's le- it's legitimately a decision. It is. It kind of puts us into like our general conversation and shit today. Every time I can think about situations where I could have walked away, I made a choice in that moment. I think about, you know, a very terrible, I can think about terrible situations. Yeah. Things that I've been, you know, I'm the accessory to the crime or the accomplice. And I made a conscious decision in them. I knew I could have walked away, Indeed. but now I have a point to prove and now I have to go over the edge. Like, but I could have walked away. I think about that often, man, where it's like, there was either argument or altercations where I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, man, I should probably take my ass the fuck home. But you, you still there. In your heart, you think you're right. Yeah, or like, no. That nigga tried me. You got to understand that whatever, whatever. But but they don't. They don't. What you eat don't make me shit. You, You don't have to understand it. We don't have to agree. We don't have to even come to terms to disagree. I'm just going to walk away. You walk the fuck away. And it is just what it is. Ego be involved. Like, damn, I feel like a nigga got one on me. And like, I don't, I don't want you to have that win. You all said something like that on This Week in Culture about somebody. Like, I can't sleep at night mm-hmm. sometimes knowing. Like, I feel like it's a motherfucker on the other side of the city that got the best of me today. And he's sleeping well. And that shit, that shit keep me up at night. Talk that shit keeps. Like, got this nigga. That shit keeps me up at night. And I had to get him. Had to get him, <laughs> and I feel like it's it's that that's what I'm thinking, and that's what I'm talking myself in my head. Like this nigga did, like they got me, and I and I can't sleep at night knowing that I, my lick is out there in the universe, and I ain't got it back. I feel like that when I know somebody lying to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I take it personal because I, I I take it as an insult to my intelligence. You know what I'm saying? I think very highly of myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm like. My nigga, you. I mean, fuck it. I'll let you have it. As far as like, cause I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna fucking belabor the point. But like, I think you lying to me, and now I'm offended. So I want to to disrespect you back. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whether you know it or not, like, I, I'm offended. Like, oh, this motherfucker think I'm. That's that ego. Yeah, that's that ego. I suffer from it. I can't even. That motherfucker. I, I get it, Jay. I would, I would love to say like I've evolved so much. That like, yeah, I'm just this perfect person. I'm not who- there. I'm not even close. I'm not even close, my nigga. I'll be ready to, nigga. I literally, bef- <laughs> I'm, t- I'm going to share this shit, and it's embarrassing for me. But like, I can literally, when I'm going there, when I'm reaching that point of no return, nigga, I literally feel like I see black and I hear drums beating in my head. And I just go to the march of the beat of the fucking drum. And whatever happens when I come back to has, has happened. Yeah. And that's what I feel like when I know a motherfucker and got then it don't happen often. You know, I, I know I'm gonna get got. Yeah. That's just that's just the game. You you gonna lose some. But like like when so, a motherfucker think they outsmarted me and maybe got me in the moment, and like look, my antennas wouldn't up where they should have been. I wasn't playing defense on that play. Man, like so I'm a lot better. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? I'm a lot better at that. Like, you seen Snowfall the other day, right? Absolutely. I want to you know, talk about Snowfall. You seen how Franklin was when when he he had an exploded Noema, right? I call it an exploded Noema. I got this from... Uh, what scene? When 
he realized all the money was gone. Nothing I can do about it. Where I literally just had a fit of rage and started knocking shit over. And like you, you, that tr- I found out later it's a trauma response. But you got to get that energy out of you. You know what I'm saying? And that's the scream, the the knocking over the shit, the whole nine yards. But because this was the scene for me where I thought that nigga snapped. This picture right here with the Jesus saves flickering in the back when yeah. Buckley put when him and Louie left. Like that's when I felt like he he. Oh, and when he was on the phone with Teddy. So, exploded <laughs> no email. I found this term uh, in 2010. Can we name the episode that? Exploding no email? We can. All right. So, an exploded no email is a theory about the moment you can't reconcile the difference between your perception of what should be versus the reality of what is. Now, I usually refer, refer to this when people have a nervous breakdown mm-hmm. when people, your favorite star in Hollywood goes crazy, so to speak, or you thought shit was one way and you literally cannot reconcile the difference. Cause it's a different way. And sometimes that will drive a motherfucker insane. Um, and that's what I think that Franklin went through clearly, but like it's been moments where like you'd be so frustrated, you beating the fucking steering wheel to some shit. Cause like what you supposed to do, you you still work you still work inside the con the constraints of of society right so you can't just go murder a bunch of people and shit like because you know there are repercussions to different shit like so it's like you be so frustrated but that's the moment that people can change their life for the good or for the worse because at this particular moment you can either be like you know what I'm gonna change. I'm going to literally make a decision to do something different with my life. Or it's like, nah, I'm going to push this pedal to the flow. I'm going no, extra. No, it's, it's still a change, though, because you are making the choice to become something that you just weren't. It's still a change. It's just on the other end of the spectrum. Now, this is going real left field. But when we talk about this shit, uh, you know, I like. I like philosophizing. You know what I'm saying? And, okay. and, and talking this shit. I want to hear where I want to hear where this is going. Different realities and you know they say there's infinite realities out there. Okay. Infinite version of yourself. Multiverses. Mo- a multiverse like and legitimately because every decision that you make you split off and create a whole new reality. Cuz there's a version of yourself that didn't graduate from Cast Day. There's a version of yourself probably that went to Renaissance. There's a version of yourself that went to to Cody or whatever your neighborhood school was like there. Every decision that you make, like we leave out of here, whether you go to the bathroom or you go directly to your car. Like if there's an infinite amount of realities and every every single chance that you make or choice that you make, you create you literally create a different reality. Okay. because what if you went left and what if you look what if you went right? Right. My bad, I dropped a pen. That was not a dramatic pause, people. <laughs> but it's like, so when I'm be thinking about this, I'm thinking like, even on the minute scale, like, yo, I'm really creating a whole new reality. To bring this, to make it make even more fucked up sense, I be thinking about that when deja vu happens. Right? So this is how I look at deja vu. I could have said it here before, but I'm saying it again. Whenever I go through a situation where it's deja vu, I'll be thinking like, uh, first of all, the phenomenon don't make sense to me. Like the, the fact that I remember this shit. I remember this, living this exact moment. Yeah. 
But I also be thinking, and I also remember praying to it's God. It's like when your multiverse is past or something. I remember praying to God for moments of like, give me a do-over. I wish I can do this over again. So when I have a um, a moment of deja vu, I be thinking God granted me a do-over in a different life or in a different whatever. Okay. So I, I, I can dig that. So I just pay close attention to the decisions I'm about to make in that general area. Because okay. if I was given a do-over, like you want to do it right, <laughs> you want to do it right. Yeah, you know I got you. Uh, all that to say, I just been in my head this week. <laughs> I see. How is it? Is this what forty is doing to you? Uh, who knows? It could be. How was your trip, man? I had a really good time. That dog. fight was so fucking good, man. Listen, dog, I had a really fucking good time, dog. Well, let me start off by saying everything good that happens in my life, uh, it's all about balance. Because something bad bad happens. Every time we threw a party and threw a drop a mixtape, drop an album, did a, a, a no matter what, every successful event was right after something fucked up and looked like it was gonna fuck everything up. Okay. So that morning, I go grab Umar seven. I I supposed to drop him off at seven thirty at the uh, Pet Suites in Nova. I get there about seven fifteen. I go in there getting him dropped off and shit. It was like he got his rabies shot. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, I think I got in the car. So I grab his little booklet because I keep his booklet shit in the car. Boom, boom. Everything checked except rabies. He's like, well, uh, we can't take him because he's over a year old without a rabies shot. But I'm like, I think, man, I'm like, dog, I, I don't, I, I know we got all these fucking shots. You know what I'm saying? But it's not on the paper. You know what I'm saying? Um, was pissed off because he was, he turned one like a week and a half ago at the time. I'm like, my nigga, it was April 4th when he. Yeah, like it was, like it was twelve days ago. You know what I'm saying? But it wouldn't take him. You know what I'm saying? So like, you can either call your vet or call somebody. We we won't take him. So it's seven thirty in the morning. No one's open till at least eight. I call every place I can fucking possibly find at eight o'clock, and would nobody take him? I called the emergency spot. They was like, no, we only do the emergency medicine. I'm like, what you want me to? You want me to shoot him so you can give him a second? <laughs> like, uh, couldn't do. So I called my vet. Didn't open up to nine o'clock. But my 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 plane is at. I got a I got a mobile vet for you next time. But my my plane takes off. She's the homie's wife at twelve fifty. So you crunch for time. Crunch for fucking time, dog. And I'm like, and I didn't want to spring him on my dad at the last moment. You know what I'm saying? He was up out. He was out. <laughs> he was out late. You know what I'm saying? On the pod the night yeah. before. I'm like, I don't want to spring. And I did literally just said on the pod, I, I don't want to put that burden on like, somebody on, else, on family. So like, um, but I had no fucking option, man. So I called my brother, see if he can. Uh, uh, he was like, nigga, yeah, man, I've been waiting for you to call and ask for something. <laughs> he came over twice a day and uh, took him out, you know, fed and gave him water and shit while I was gone. Cause I'm stuck. I'm like, well, shit, I bought the plane ticket and bought a fight ticket, bought hotel room and shit. I'm like, not canceling my trip for the, for the German shepherd. I'm just not. And I, I'm not about to leave him in the fucking house for four days. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't even want to walk into what would be there in four days. And I'm like, damn, like, I don't want to wake my father up at eight o'clock in the morning and shit. Like, yo, uh, I need you to take the dog. Like, uh, but my brother came through, man, in the clutch. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's what's up. Because then I'm like, all right, if I can get to my vet at nine, get him a shot, then I got to get to Pet Suites and Nova. Then I got to make it to the airport. airport. You're doing too much. You know what I'm saying? And I am one of the niggas who actually gets to the airport two hours before. So do I. I don't know what's going to happen. 
I feel the same way. I just <laughs> I don't want to how change. my shit set up. Like I got up. I'm glad I got to the uh, pet suite earlier. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. had you gone on time, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I started like, look, I'm like, they called the manager, nothing we can do. I'm like, how about if I give y'all motherfucker two hundred dollars and y'all just <laughs> do it? Say he got raped. Say he got the rabies shot. Long story short, then I thought about it when I was on the plane. I'm like, he do got his fucking rabies shot. I remember the last time I went there, I never got the, I didn't take my booklet out of the car and they gave it to me on a different sheet, and it's somewhere in the crib. I still wouldn't have been able to find that bitch in the, yeah. in the heat of the moment. Then I get a vet card this week. Saying come back in May for a different shot. I'm like, I know, cause they would have had rabies on here. Like, I already took the fucking shot. But I was pissed. Got you. I was pissed because I didn't like how they was looking at me. Like as if I'm a dog, I'm a bad dog parent or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Judging you. Yeah, I ain't like your fucking eyes. The places I call, they like, has he ever been here before? He like, no. Well, no, he can't come today. <laughs> what? Like it was like two places that were literally because Saturday fucking child is an animal. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I, what do you want them to get used to? Like, I I dropped the dog off somewhere and my nigga, give him the fucking shot so we can go. <laughs> uh, for I fucking take it there, okay? For fucking explode my Noema all over this motherfucker. Uh, it's a dog, man. Yeah. Anywho, niggas, niggas act like that shit is a child sometimes. Got to the motherfucking airport, ate me some Popeyes. Uh, it did not backfire because I thought it was going to backfire on me. The Popeyes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so I got down there. You know what I'm saying? I'm very particular about time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't book my flight. I could have got up there earlier that morning, but I didn't book my flight to 1250 um, because the plane was going to come in at 245 Dallas time because they are behind us. Right. Um. Cause I couldn't check into my hotel until three o'clock. So like, why would I get there at nine o'clock in the morning? I just hanging around with <laughs> luggage. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I get out the, the plane or landed like 15 minutes early. I took an Uber to the hotel. I pull up at the hotel three Oh five. You know what I'm saying? Like this, you t- I, I try to time I, I this get, shit I like get. perfectly. I get to motherfucking hotel. Like, Oh yeah, we only got one, um, person on the, the cleaning staff. This weekend, and your room's not ready. I'm like, all right. He like, he gives like ten minutes or so. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool, cool, that. cool. Ten minutes go by, twenty minutes go by, <laughs> hour go by. Wow, your room still ain't ready. And I'm in the, I mean, I'm in a little lobby area, shit, watching TV and some shit. And I just noticed, like, yeah, it was a whole bunch of people. When I walked in, it was a, it was the people sitting outside. I'm thinking they were just, you know, kicking the breeze. So I started looking around, like, yo, ain't nobody in their fucking room. So. Uh, one nigga, he went up there and he was like, man, I've been here since one thirty. It's like four thirty by now. So he, they gave him a room and I walked up like, hell, what's up with Johnson? And, uh, they gave me my fucking room and shit. And, um, uh, it was every, after that point, we was smooth. Okay. We was fucking smooth. You eat anything good down in Texas? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, so that night, you know what I'm saying? Um, one of the homies who down there, he was like, yo, we about to go to uh, Texas Live. It's right across the street from AT&T Stadium, probably about like uh, 5.30, 6 o'clock. All right, but I got a couple hours and shit. We What's get, Texas Live? It's the biggest. It's a bar, sports bar, like biggest TV I've ever seen in my fucking life. It's, okay. You know what I'm saying? Should be lit down there. Also, I thought they, I read the, the 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 temperature shit. It said it was gonna be ninety one on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? And then I looked again. It's gonna be eighty four. 
And then I got there, it was kind of like 73. Okay, it's uh, a little, little crisp in there. Yeah, but then, Just a little bit. By the time we got in about, like, nigga, it was like 60. Like, I, I didn't take pants, okay? <laughs> like, it was chilly, okay? <laughs> like, it was chilly to the motherfucking shit. Uh, so, listen, fight. You know, we get down there, hanging out. You know what I'm saying? How you like AT&T Stadium? I told you, you've never seen no shit like this. Yeah, that shit, uh... Some monstrosity. Yeah, man, that, that, uh, that stadium is fucking, uh, big as fuck. So, we get over there, have a brew, uh, two shots of Jameson and shit. You know, start the night, you know, pretty light. Uh, then we get in there, and then that's when the tequila start coming. Uh, the homie CEO, Ken, was down there and shit. Oh, that's what's up. Um, shit, Don went down there. Don okay. was down there that weekend and shit. He was like, down for the fight. Y'all was all at the fight. He was on on business. He just okay. happened to be there the exact same weekend and shit. Um, so, I saw you Don know, on Roland Martin right before I came up here. <laughs> yeah, shit is going down. He, <laughs> yeah. about to, he about to come back on the pod. Yeah, I, uh, I was just saying, like, the, the alert, because I, I watch Roland, and the alert I popped up Roland on Martin. my... I, I enjoy Roland Martin. He's a fucking... Shout out to Roland Martin. Okay. All right. But but, but then I t- tuned in, and I saw Don and, uh, yeah. and his wife. Um, Yo, that video, the episode that we did, we only put it on YouTube. That shit got about 12,000 views. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's out here. So if y'all haven't heard the Darius Crooks or Darius Cooks slash Darius Crooks uh, versus um, my homeboy Don and his family and Darius was doxing people and all that shit. Hey, man, go to my YouTube channel. It's a forever problem. Because I need about 80 more followers before they turn the money on. So I know how many people listen. And I know how to follow. <laughs> Just follow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the tequila start running in. You feel me? Everybody, you know, get this nigga a drink, get this nigga a drink. Um, now I started drinking a whole bunch. I'm like, let me go get me something to eat so I can had to continue to drink for sure. And I wanted some nachos while I'm down there because why the fuck not? <laughs> you always but nachos. if I did nachos not, are, a, are an option, you're going to fuck with them. Yeah, but I did not get nachos. The only reason I did, I got some chicken fingers and some fries because I needed like some food that can soak up liquor. And like the nachos with the cheese and would have had, had you doing something else. Probably. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I can't do it. So listen, dog, uh, one of the homies down there, he knew. Uh, one of Earl Spence friends <laughs> that went to high school with nigga. Uh, we ended up in a, and we went and chilled in the suite for a minute. My dog, Steph, who was down there, when I told him I was coming down there, he ended up buying a ticket, ended up in my same section, three seats away from me and shit. So, okay. uh, we had the other motherfuckers move around. So we sat together and shit. So that shit was dope. Listen, dog, when that motherfucking fight started, dog. Southside and this bitch. This nigga, Earl Spence, <laughs> came out to Southside. This is what he came out to, my nigga. Big Tuck. Southside the realest. Yeah. Drug dealers, killers. Listen, yeah. dog. Sharks and gorillas. Yeah. Hope that you hit us. Yeah. 40,000 people <laughs> in the arena started singing this shit. And I had never heard it. But this shit was, it was banging. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because I'm, I'm, you know, you do the regular hair. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because this motherfucker was rocking. I had to go look this shit up. This shit came out in 2004. So this is the equivalent if Boss Up and Get This Money came on. You know so, what I'm saying? So I, I'm glad that you made this point. Because you know you, you, you know the song the Memphis Grizzlies play when they win? Is this it? No, Whoop That Trick. Oh, word. And the whole arena is Detroit. We don't have a song that unites all of Detroit that way. Now, Jeez. hold on. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. We love Blade Icewood. You know what I'm saying? But like when I'm saying Whoop That Trick, it's white people, it's black people. Everybody 
it's universally love. We love Blade Icewood, but like white people ain't gonna my nigga, get in on boss up and get this money. Well, that's how you been to a Pistons game. Have you been into a Pistons game since they've been reaching out to the community? I, I didn't go this season. I didn't go this season. So shout out to Detroit Pistons. Maybe that's Big Sean because you know he's a Pistons ambassador. You know they got the ice cam. Yeah, and they didn't had a, they didn't had a lot of homegrown artists perform. Cash Doll. Nigga, Nick was talking about how he had the audition. When you in that motherfucker, they go do no do no do no do no do no It's different. It's different in there, dog. Like in real life, it's different in there. And when you hear. Like it's it's just different. When old boy comes on, dog, it's over. Like it's everybody. Like I want to, I want it to happen. I'm but telling I have, you, I'm hard pressed to believe everybody. I'm telling you, that's nigga, like when you look up a YouTube video of the Memphis Grizzlies and whoop that trick, nigga. That shit is going wild. Yeah, but that's not a real song. It's not a, but it is. <laughs> it's not though. But that's not like a nigga from the like a nigga I, I from get the town. But like it they, ain't like Southside the Realist. Movie songs make like movies and TV shows make really good like songs yeah they do my love going bang 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 man whoop that trick a house is not a home that's just a movie song yeah a heart is not a home brother that's just a movie song i get it but like it's something it's just trying to tell you something right now come on man i want to i want to i want old boy to bang in in the hot and ready i really do and and maybe because i haven't been down there since they started doing the ice cam and shit when this happens, it's, 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 it, it is what it is, dog. It just happens, dog. Like it's niggas right now who listen to it. Oh boy, nigga only playing no game. Oh boy, like it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, or well, you know when niggas boss up and get this money. You know what I'm saying? Niggas be doing a blade dance and don't know who the fuck blade is. You feel me? Because every nigga from Detroit since the year 2000 who been in the NFL, the NBA, anything, everybody does. Everybody <laughs> does the blade up the the blade icewood. Then the reason niggas got ice in their Cartiers. It's because of Blade Icewood. We standing on that soapbox tonight. I mean, it's the fact. Okay. His name is Blade Icewood because he's the first nigga to put ice in the woods. That's a fact. He was the first nigga that went and put diamonds in the woods. I just seen Rick Ross with some, with the woods, some original woods I've seen, all I've, flooded I've, with diamonds. I've seen the ones you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's just Parties it, give you superpowers when you're from Detroit. It is. A bitch can't tell you no when you got Cardi's on. She, she just can't. She can't. <laughs> it's it's physically impossible. It just it would defy the laws of physics. It don't. She can't. Anyway. It don't. She can't. But that shit went crazy, dog. That motherfucker. It was electric in there, dog. Okay. I can't even front. Like it was electric. Southside the realists had that bitch. I mean, the song. I'm talking about. The, but then the fight itself. It was electric in that motherfucker, okay. dog. And I just start to stop to think about like. My nigga, it's 40,000 people in here. That's fucking crazy to see this nigga fight. And that's not full. Like for the Dallas Arena, that's not full. I think they can get 70 in there if I'm correct. Probably more than that. I don't know if they get, they ain't the big house. How much, how many U of M get? I think they can get like close to. I think U of M like a hundred. Yeah, they <laughs> like a hundred. They like a hundred. That's a lot know. of fucking people. A lot of people, dog. But, uh, it was a good fucking time. I will tell y'all this, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Detroit got the most beautiful woman in the world. Hands down, I get that too. It was a few, but, but it's not. It's not like home. The niggas don't understand that. It's I not was, like home. I was not impressed. 
Now, maybe I, you know, I didn't get the chance to, to, to fully submerge myself because uh, after the fight, oh, I went through the blender, my nigga. Oh, I was in the blender. Okay. <laughs> so, like, as soon as we left the fight, that's <laughs> when the soberness stopped. We went a couple, hit a couple bars and shit. And I mean, because we out now. One we of the out. homies and shit, he bartend too. So we ended up, we ended the night at his bar. Yeah. <laughs> Spin cycle. I'm talking about done. Throw up done. Nigga, of course I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, it's not an April the sixteenth if I don't throw up. Oh man, you gotta I, call Earl. My nigga, I thought every year on my birthday I get fed drinks or drink enough to throw up every time. It's for like a good ten years. Like it's a thing. Uh, one hundred percent. I was drinking the whole. So from from Jameson to some bourbon uh, to tequila. Just some fire and ice. Some it was. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that shit was. They just kept going and like everything in Dallas, uh, from my understanding, like 25, 30 minutes away from each other. You know what I'm saying? So my man's was like, "Look, uh, I'm fucked up too. Like, nigga, you gonna have to stay at my house because there's no way I'm making a 40 minute drive. Like, it's impossible." So him and his uh wife, I went to their crib and shit. Uh, shout out to my nigga Steph. Your Christmas tree is still up. But shout out, <laughs> shout out to my nigga because it's was, a holiday tree now. You know what I'm saying? Real hospitality at an all time high. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my nigga. He took care of me. Uh, I was in the blender, like in real life. You throwing up in a stranger's house? No, I just threw up in the bathroom at the bar. Okay. Uh, it's even I, worse. No, that's because guess what happened? <laughs> just like you yo, bounce right back. Yeah, you yo, bounce right back. He was at the he was at the the, uh, the joint. My 35th. Okay. And what you call it? Him and Fonzo pulled up together and shit. Okay. I had uh, to see some pick. Yeah. But, uh, but after, after you, after, after you, Earl, you, you, you right back in the game. Yeah. Until I got in the car and I was like, I thought I was normal and I was knocked the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Stumbling in the fucking crib. Uh, oh, no, we didn't. I went to a motherfucking taco spot, some taco stand somewhere. And didn't eat a dare. I didn't eat a near taco. <laughs> <laughs> not a near, not a. I don't know, man. I don't know how this conversation happened, but it was a woman behind us. She just kept telling us that she was a truck driver and a stud. I don't know what we was talking about, but she just kept like, and I'm a stud. Like, all right. I mean, was she, she, trying, to, was she trying to get her first? I don't know. <laughs> her first real. She probably said that shit 14 times. And that she's a truck driver. She's trying to see one of y'all. And a stud. Trying to see one of y'all niggas a lot lizard. And a truck driver. A lot lizard. She trying to she trying to see if you want to get bit. Man, it was so much random shit that was going on, dog. Like it was so much it was random, so many random motherfucking people, dog. But it's uh, wrong for me to say it, but I'm probably gonna I'm just gonna say it anyway. I know somebody else a stud. She finding a motherfucker. I'm about to say you still smash? I definitely would. I and, definitely would. And Mel, what if she still had him though? I don't know. <laughs> oh I don't shit! Care. I don't care. <laughs> okay, no man, you gotta, like, you got, you gotta do something. <laughs> like I don't know, you gotta do something. They still no. women, and they still be like a lot of them. Yeah, they may wear them baggy ass clothes, but like, bitch, you still cute, and you got a body up under there. Yeah, but you gotta come out with just the body, because I, I, I just can't be attracted. I mean, if to Tim's th- make you feel comfortable, I mean, whatever, whatever. Baggy chain, like I can't. Anyway, I don't want this body to get. This, <laughs> I don't want this to go somewhere. Shit, whatever, bro. whatever. But uh, <laughs> so yo, I woke up that next afternoon, <laughs> uh, fully clothed. We went to brunch before I even made it back to my hotel. And I shit. mean, nigga, you living? Yeah, this is this is forty. This sure. is forty. Went to some brunch spot. Cool spot. Was they? Is this a shaking ass brunch or is this we just eating? Brunch? They said you all just missed the rush, and it was like 
it was a uh, confetti all over the floor. So whatever he missed, you missed the ass. <laughs> whatever he missed, it was confetti all over the floor because they were sweeping that shit up. Okay. Um. So while they was ordering their food and shit, I went to the bathroom to throw up because <laughs> I definitely start, had start the day with a good girl. Because like, and I I knew I was gonna throw up as soon as I walked in. I'm like, you smell that food. I'm like, you know, my body tell me like, my nigga, you got about a good three and a half, four minutes, and you bought the car Earl. Um, so I'm like, I'm, I'm, I can get my order in. So I got my order in and shit, and she gave me a little. Uh, I thought it was one of the little things that they give you that are like a vibrate, but that motherfucker never vibrated, and they found me in a restaurant. But that motherfucker said three one three. I'm like, oh shit! I look, I'm like, yo, they gave me three with them for Detroit. The lady just smiled and nodded. I don't think she spoke English. CC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she smiled and nodded. Went to the bathroom and threw up. Uh, they, my breakfast came out. Breakfast looked good as fuck. Didn't you ain't never eat it. I ain't that shit though. Eggs was nasty, and I just, I just don't. I didn't have no appetite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They was like, you want to get a, you want to get a cocktail? I'm like, nope. <laughs> These don't make you feel better. Like it may not, and I don't want to. So. Sunday, just get just get some standbacks. I supposed to you know go hook up with Don and do some shit on Sunday. Nigga, I stayed in the bed about seven p.m. <laughs> 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 like, I, and low key, it felt great though. Like, literally, just That's chilling the best in my sleep and rest when you don't have to do shit. When I re- when I woke up to two hundred and eleven text messages, some of y'all still have I haven't read y'all message. It was too many. You know what I'm saying? When I woke up from my slumber, uh. And a whole bunch of notifications, but like 200 some text messages and shit. Uh, then I'm like, you know, I'm just going to chill. You know what I'm saying? I literally just chilled, took my iPad out, watched YouTube TV. I watched, I caught up on all my shows. I did. I just was fucking relaxing because I ain't had a day just to do nothing and relax. Shit feels amazing. You know what I'm saying? Just order some food, sit yep. in the dark and watch TV. That's exactly what I did. Order some motherfucking food and watch television and shit. Um, then when I got up on like uh I mean I ended up going out, you know what I'm saying, but I ain't do nothing too crazy. Uh then like on Monday, I had to check out my hotel at twelve. My flight didn't leave to like six. So I caught an Uber downtown and just hung out downtown Dallas and just chilled, walked around, went to a couple museums and shit, grabbed some eat, drunk. Then I was like then I was walking around Dallas and shit, which looked like Cass Corridor. Okay. Niggas sleeping on the ground, uh amputee like the it's downtown yeah and this random people walking i felt like i was walking down the street in san andreas <laughs> you know, yo you straight up puss cj like i felt i then i thought to myself i'm like because i only took a little carry-on bag a little yeah. duffel you know what i'm saying leather duffel shout out to whack and um i was like uh y'all think i look like a tourist let me get the fuck out of here <laughs> you know what i'm saying because probably did you know what i'm saying so i'm like yeah i'm gonna get the fuck out of here and i got an uber and took my ass to the airport and shit you just hang out in the airport they got bars yeah went to tj i went to fridays yeah (laughs) i went to fridays had some drinks and uh chilled the fuck out i was just relaxed you know what i'm saying it was it was it was a smooth smooth little trip that's funny one of my old co-workers had hit me up uh this week because he got some openings at his job and he wanted to put me on and I remember, like, back in the day when my old job used to let me travel and shit, me and this nigga would travel every now and again. And I remember the first flight we took, first of all, I would smack the fuck up off of Edible. Like, and the thing about Edibles, you never know how much. And it's always that last bite be that one too many. But we was flying to Dallas, too. And it's like damn near a four-hour flight. How long an Edible good for before you eat it? I mean, 
This this one snuck up on me in probably about twenty minutes. No, 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 no. I'm saying like if you got like a gummy, like how long before do it ever? Like say you got it like two months later, can you eat a gummy two months later? Do the. I mean, you could, but then you you starting to push it. Like I wouldn't. I I don't hold on to my edibles that long. Cause I got one. Somebody gave it to me, and I was about to eat that shit. But then I started that job, and I thought I was gonna have to do a drug test, and I never took one before. Do it get worse if I? Cause it's at the crib. In no, a it, it doesn't. I got it in a tin, so it's probably like it's probably cool. Yeah. But like just just eat it, but don't don't have like eat it when you ain't got shit else to do. I was gonna do it and get on the plane and just you know because I I mean I'm, it's vacation, but yeah, I was like yeah I probably shouldn't take one on the plane. So I did that once, and this this is the story. Like I I took it on the plane, and like before once we got to the to the gate, I was smacked. Like I'm sweating, like I'm <laughs> smacked, and my man. Who flew with me? He a big guy, you know, six four, six five. He was like, D. He's like, D. I ain't never flown before. I was like, I right, it's it's cool, but like I'm sweating and I'm high and I'm going through my own thing, and I'm with a grown man that ain't never been on a plane before. So when that bitch took off, like he he hold me like this, like you hold a child so he don't yeah. go through the. <laughs> you don't touch me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, that's not the worst. Cause so like I was probably high. If this is a four, hour, let's say the trip was four hours. I'm probably high three thirty of the trip. So when it's time to land this bitch, again, this is a nigga that's never flown before, so he don't know what he's getting into. Motherfucker's pumping the ground like it's a brake, trying to stop the <laughs> Ain't no ain't no uh driver's training brake on this side of the fucking plane, my nigga. He holding me with one arm and pumping his fucking foot, trying to stop this bitch. And I'm like, dog, it, it, I don't, it don't work that way, my nigga. It don't. I'm glad it don't work that way. Cause if this bitch stop, we drop it, okay? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It was just foolish. Nigga on the plane back, dog. I didn't. I, I brought my regular AirPods because I couldn't find a case to my my noise canceling pros. It's a kid that was in front of me, or front to the left, me to the right. She was not having a good time, yelling, screaming, kicking shit, trying to slap her mother in the face for telling her to. She's like, "Let's just go home. We we gonna make it home to daddy." Like, I don't want to see daddy. I'm like, shit. Black kid too. <laughs> really, really fair skinned kid. I can tell she's mixed. Okay. And I can tell the mom who's black. She looks like the type. Okay. Fair enough. She looks like a earthy uh She don't believe uh, in hitting her children. I don't necessarily want her to, to hit the kid. I wanna know what restrain them. <laughs> I wanna know what happened that the kid think it's all right to slap you in the face. Like, cause you gotta learn that for somewhere, right? I don't know. My my none of my children have ever attempted to sl- like s- slap me. Now my I me and my when my son was about 14, 15, he swallowed up all me. I think the kid could be special needs though. Well, there's definitely some special needs, right? But I think the kid, because at the end, she was like, um, she like, I was really good. What night is time, mommy? And she was like, you were better. <laughs> she was like, I kept, she was like, I kept my mask on. This child's like four years old. Tops. They weird when they fall. You know what yeah, I'm they, saying? They just still little. But like, I, it was probably something going on. That personality ain't flicked all the way on yet. I'm before. talking about, every, and everybody on the plane was looking at each other like, and then, because when it, when it went down, everybody looked to see, what, everybody looked at the baby, and then everybody looked at each other like, can you believe that shit? Because we, we wasn't expecting this from I'll give a little parenting tip, and you all can do what you want with it. 
It's these little tablets, and you put them in your baby mouth, and they dissolve. I think you're talking about a tablet tablet like iPad. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you put them in their mouth and they dissolve. And then you look up, your baby sleep. Because I used to give them bitches to my kids. I get them from the health food store. They all natural. It's, it's no What's me- in it? Sodium pentothal? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not melatonin, but it knocked the kids out. And whatever we would like go on yeah, long the, trips. The KGB used those when, it's, <laughs> when they get captured. Bite down on the capsule. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> a little diamond tap too that can all it takes is a little dab and i'm a proponent look drug your kids man fuck it fuck it i said it drug your fucking kids so you can get some rest get them little motherfuckers a little bit of bit of drill before you go on a long ass trip it'll do the trick especially when they little like that you know how the line says like five milliliters is recommended for certain ages and size just go up to that next line not the full the Get them to 10 milliliters. But there's a line between 5 and 10. Give them that. And they'll be straight. Yo. And some happy and a happy meal. The thoughts and opinion of Dame. I've done the research. It works. Of Dame going wild. Because this is <laughs> this is the throwback from Dame going wild. This is the honorable. This is this is dishonorable. Okay. This is not. Get that baby a little, little Benadryl, a little diamond tap. Yeah. Uh-uh. A solid t- a dab would do you. You go to the health food store and you ask for the pills to help the baby sleep. You know they'll, they'll point you in the right direction. Last time I was in, uh, what were we at? I think we was like in, uh, shit, it might have been Atlanta. No, we was in Kentucky. One of the little cousins, my cousin's kid. So that's like a cousin once removed. Stay your cousin. Yeah. I mean, they might as well be little nephews, but one of, the, one of the little cousins and shit was in church acting a fool. The same type of shit, screaming and him, cause we like, <laughs> what bloodline joke come from? Cause this not, you know what happened? My grandma looked back and was like, Wah! like backhand, like she didn't even turn around. He was, <laughs> and shut the fuck up in church. Not in the house. Of, you can't act up in the house of the Lord. Boy, she, she never turned around. She just swung the hand back like, Wah! cause that's what he said at every week. And you can't you can't be acting up in the house. No, we was there for my uncle. My uncle stayed in Kentucky and he was doing like his trial sermon or something. So the whole family went down and shit like he not even, you know, what I'm saying he was just what? Oh, so your grandma just. Yeah. Using her grandma powers on one of my grandbabies or great grandchildren. Slapped a voice out of him for the rest of the night. He was like. Because he ain't never felt that before. Yeah. He never felt that before. Yeah. man. And it's different. It's different. When an elder smacks you. <laughs> I'm like them hands done been through something else. Them a story that they ain't never told you them about. Them hands done built through a field or two. <laughs> you feel me? Them fucking hands been sewing. Them fingertips don't feel nothing. Yo, before sewing machines, <laughs> them motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't. Coach she don't it. have no fingertips. <laughs> she don't have no fingertips. That motherfucker was. A <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. I ain't say shit either. I'm like, well, because you'd have been next. Right, you'd have been next. Get my shit together. If grandma would have came, if she would have stood up and smacked everybody with the same last name, would nobody have did nothing. Man, that shit wild. That nigga's <laughs> man. He ain't never been slapped like that before, dog. But he shut the fuck up. I mean, he wasn't. He ain't crying nothing. <laughs> he was scared. <laughs> he was scared. Tears was like. He was scared. He was scared to cry because gra- great granny. I'm not saying what's right or wrong. I'm going to tell you what was effective. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that shit was effective. Okay? Hey, man. You sp- I saw it firsthand. You supposed to hit him. Yeah. I ain't saying beat him, but like you you supposed to spare the ride, spoil the child. You supposed to put a little, little leather on him. Now, look, man. Um, On the way here, I was watching 
uh, I don't know, podcast, some shit on YouTube. And um, they was talking about how people be acting and, you know, this and that. And like, you know, you know, in this social media age and like, you know, because of social media and like, yo, you know, relationships ain't what they are because of social media. And I, I really want y'all to stop blaming everything on social media because I promise you it's not social media. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Because social media is just the outlet. It's just a tool. Like b- before niggas had guns, the death rate was high. <laughs> niggas was getting, killing with rocks, niggas slingshots, sphered, <laughs> right. and stabbed, and nigga, the the Roman Empire niggas was getting stabbed through the abdomen. Like and wasn't nobody having no funeral like that before you like <laughs> stack them up with the rest of the bodies. I'm in real life. Like you was getting stabbed with abdomen, smashed with a rock, like. We use different tools to do different things. So one of the, you know, everybody be like, yo, relationships is so different because of social media. It's so easy. Cheating was probably a lot more dangerous before the boom of technology. Easier. I think cheating was easier before technology. Explain. Who going to tell? Who going to know? Before I even got a cell phone, you you have no way to contact. If I say I'm at work, you have no idea if I'm at work. (laughs) Like She can drive by. And what niggas ain't have cars like that? Like, it, cause it's all about the back in the old day with your so, grandma. So, nigga, and we, about and that. To, we about the same age. You done called up to your mama job before and asked to speak with her. Yeah, but it's people our age talking about how it used to be for folks older than them. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you wasn't around in the seventies. I don't. I, I think cheating might have been more. Like, you got to actually call a bitch house or not? Because I couldn't call you. I couldn't blow your phone up because your mama and your daddy gonna answer the phone. We meeting at the candy shop. We meeting at the fucking skating rink, the ice cream, whatever the fuck, wherever the fuck the meeting was at, we was meeting, smoking Reggie's. But people still see you, the word, word, get back, word, get around town. And you can be like, no, it didn't happen. And it's my word versus that stranger word. Like, nigga don't got video footage of me at Applebee's, okay? You can't argue that. You ever been caught, like, I've never cheated. Has anybody ever caught you somewhere on tape? Didn't have to be cheating. Has anybody ever caught you somewhere on tape? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Good for you. Uh-oh. I don't fucking know. It's never been brought to your attention. Yeah, never okay. been brought to my Fair attention. Fair enough. I don't fucking know. I used to be out and about. I don't go out like that no more, but I used to be out. I saw an old picture that you posted from H2 Lounge, nigga. It's Today? from your Facebook memories, yeah. Oh. Mm. I don't even, yeah. That was 11. Yeah, yeah. one of the homegirls posted that today. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That was like a, I think that was a Halloween around October. Because we used to do a, a party bus every Halloween and shit. And all them people used to be on that joint. Okay. Um, oh, you know what? We did two buses a year. So one was around Halloween because we'd have been dressed. Up. We'd have yeah, been definitely Halloween. didn't have on costumes. Yeah, so, so was that was probably my birthday then. Y'all was just like in regular smack with. Clothes. Yeah, that was probably my birthday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In any event, this is my 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 thing. <clears throat> Ain't no new emotions out here. Jealousy, envy, infidelity, all the 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 the, the, the sins of the soul and all those shit. That shit been around since the beginning of time. Instagram did not have to to be developed for somebody to be envious of someone's other another person's lifestyle. No. Or you have lusting after another woman or like 
I get what y'all are saying to an extent because every generation think this is like, oh my God. Nothing new under the sun. It's just a, a different iteration of the same same plot. I think it, there ain't no new more ain't no new emotions. Nothing new under the sun. But niggas didn't have Instagram back then. So I looked at girls walking down the street. I used to go down to the to to the, to the to shake the, club. Whatever it is. Like men is gonna be where the women at every every time. That's just how it is. And women gonna be with a man at. When you, especially when you kids and young, men and women are attracted to each other. <laughs> if y'all didn't know, like, <laughs> like no matter that's how it was set up. Literally, that's how it was set up. Like no matter what y'all do, it's it's gonna happen. It's not because of social media. It's because I really feel like it was harder to cheat uh, back back in the day. Because like, how do you how do you even set something up? How do you get to play in motion? Like I just see her at the local at the local Piggly Wiggly, and I'm gonna see you Thursday around seven o'clock. Like, how do you? How did you? All right, before we had Black Planet and all the other shit, how was you getting on? Where was you at? I mean, I was I was putting my knuckles in the dirt. I was at Northland, Fairlane, talking to women in their face. Why Get you, numbers. Did it work for you? It absolutely worked. It so was, why you thinking it worked for people before you? Like, but I'm saying, like, I'm I'm a teenager, young adult, young man. Like, I'm not living at home with my wife and three kids, and there's one, and we and we only got a house phone. You don't think they made bars, pool halls, like like any everything that's out right now, other than okay. the technology? Like, it's just been there. School, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like dances. Uh, rent parties. Everybody had a dollar rent party and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's, it is what it is. Niggas was cheating in high in high school. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Where'd you set it up at? You know what I'm saying? Like your mama house when she at work. And then it's like, yo, when I went over Charlene's house, it was a whole bunch of people over there. House parties and shit. Who knows who had the house party? We only gonna let in here who we trust. Because I didn't been to some parties when I was in ele- elementary and middle school, skip parties and shit like that. Everybody can't come. Yeah, you know how you know how you know how shit got out because niggas wrote a letter. The teacher filed a letter talking about. All right, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know I was young and everybody in this joint was young. He's like seventh eighth grade. They found a letter talking about. Oh, it was all in my hair and all of this, and you know what it is. Yeah, I'm like. If they didn't find that letter and that shit didn't spread around the school because it ended up being a uh, quote unquote scandal, but like that, it's easy to hide. Shit, I hide. <laughs> but somebody, but that's the thing. Somebody always lets the air out. Somebody's always gonna tell. Yeah, but when it's it always gets out. It's not proof. Today I can take a picture. Today I can record audio. Today I can record video. It but if enough people are saying the same things or the same type of things, it becomes the truth eventually. It's un- it's unsubstantiated, dog. Motherfucker, you can. It's go- not a court of law. It's a court of public opinion. And the and public, a court of, niggas and in public opinion can win out in in your house. Well, niggas was cheating since mm-hmm. the beginning of the time, and niggas was lying to their bitch saying it wasn't me, and she gonna believe it wasn't her because I got. The- <laughs> it is what it is. It was easy as fuck. Like nigga, you can have. I'll tell you how easy it is. You had you I hate to do this to people granddads, but your granddad had a whole nother family. You didn't know until he died and they came to the funeral. <laughs> you did not know. Y'all lived across y'all lived around the corner from each other. You didn't know. Nigga, I know situations where it's been closer than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you had no idea. Now 
if I had a GPS on your phone and told you to FaceTime me and see your surroundings, that's easier. But the, the, the what I what I think is the reason why people say it's because of social media is because it is is because that's an excuse. And now you don't got to take responsibility or accountability for your own actions. Because I can easily blame it on social media. Oh, yeah, my I'm, man, these relationships I didn't know, man, they don't work because of social media. How about maybe they don't work because y'all don't y'all you lack trust, communication, intimacy, uh, whatever the whatever the actual emotion is. Now the tool can it can always be something that's in the tool, but like passing notes and writing love letters, though that was a thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like write a girl a letter right now. Let's see what happens. When the last time you wrote a paragraph, nigga? I still write at work. I don't. I'm, like when I take my notes and shit, sometimes I write on my iPad. It's my personal, but at work, I like to write because I I want to make sure I can still write. My shit turned to chicken scratch at one point. You start losing it. Yeah, so I had to, you know. But like, yo, man, that's the thing. I just don't. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that the different tools that we use are not detrimental, right? I'm not saying that people don't use social media as a uh, as an outlet to 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 get their desires and things off but you can't blame it on a tool you got to blame it on a person because a gun ain't never got up and shot nobody by itself the app ain't never cheated you cheated you made a decision but do, do you feel like sometimes the app can make shit more accessible for you also Cause like this might have, this may not have. If I'm in Detroit and I holler at somebody in Georgia, I may have never seen. I may never see this woman in passing. But you would just find somebody here locally. Niggas been cheating since the beginning of the time, though. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a thing. I mean, I don't. Like I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Monogamy is an antiquated. That's an antiquated practice in my eyes. I don't. I don't think it's necessary in some in in a lot of relationships. I don't you, think monogamy is necessary. You just talking shit or explain? You know, I've always had the theory like we get so bent, up, bent out of shape about ownership. This is my person. This is mine, mine, mine. I don't want anybody to touch it. Yeah. It's mine. But like we are we're really not built to be monogamous. It's, Says who? it's just inherent, Jason. Like we're I'm not, I'm just asking. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just I just look at the nature of how we move as people. You know, we we go from one situation to the next. Sometimes the situations overlap. Sometimes there are multiple situations going on. The majority of us are just not wired to be monogamous. I don't know. Could be. That's that's just my opinion. And I think relationships can. You think that's culture, though? Because every culture is different. I definitely think it's culture. You've never heard of a king having just one wife. It doesn't like that's That's just not cultural. It's just not monogamous. You know, though, that's one person. Everybody not a king. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll that's a that's a great example, right? But there's one king, forty thousand subjects. You know what I'm saying? I get. So I get like, what you're saying that's not a a one to one. Most people would have one wife in that situation, and the king, because I can afford to the lust and i got all the, i got all the jewels i got all everything. even even if it's not all about lust like maybe you should be allowed as many partners as you can afford i mean that's if you equate love and wanting to be with somebody with a material object you know what i'm saying because afford is like why why it costs me money 
it relationships cost. I mean, we can we to build a family, it's going to cost you something. To have a wife is going to cost you something. That's just like that's 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 just what it is. To have a woman, a girlfriend, a woman that you fuck regularly, it's probably gonna cost you a little something. It's gonna cost me because of because it's a woman or because we're doing shared things and it costs money to do things. Cause it costs money to do things. It costs, it costs money to eat, right? It does. Whether you single or in a relationship, if, it's gonna cost money if, to eat. If you want to insert yourself inside of this woman, every now and again you're gonna have to sweeten the pot in some area. Whether that's just going out to dinner, buying her nice things, doing little thoughtful things, it's going to cost you something. Yeah, but I don't know that that's because of the relationship. I think that if you want to do something nice for somebody and make them feel good, you may go buy something because it accomplished that goal. What if I painted you a picture? I'm cold as fuck. I wrote you a poem. So they cost you a song. They cost you your time. It costs you your feelings. It costs you your emotion. It's going to cost you something. I mean, every day you, every day you breathe, it costs, like, what, how do you equate that? You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but like, how do you equate that? But I don't associate relationships necessarily with costs unless you bartering goods. And I'm not into, I'm not in it for bartering goods. Now, if I want to make you feel good and I buy something and I think that makes you feel good, that's because I wanted to make you feel good. Okay, and in the end, she's going to do something to make you feel good. And it may be sharing her naked body with you. But if you and your homeboy go out for drinks, you wanted to take care of a round, you did that shit because you want to hook up for your mans, right? Not yes. because the only way that y'all can be friends is if you buy something. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, the the only difference between the male and woman, or you, you and your best friend relationship and you and another woman is y'all having sex. Because other than that, Love is love for me. Love is love. Like, but when you having sex, that's the only, that's the only difference. Like, if I if I love somebody to death, I kill for you. I'll do this. I'll do this. The only other difference between the relationship I got with you and insert person here is, oh, we having sex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or the level of intimacy may be different, but you can be the level of intimacy between a brother and a sister could be really really deep. Intimacy doesn't necessarily mean no, like, no, no. Uh, nothing sexual. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But I don't, I don't, I get it if it's the reason I said it's cultural because you may come from a culture where men pay for everything because women didn't work because they didn't have the opportunity to work. Right. So then it's like, yo, it's going to cost you because you have to take care of a human being. Right. Right. So how else would you make money? So yes, it's going to cost me. We well past that time in society. But a lot of women don't feel that way. And there's a lot of people that feel like women shouldn't have to pay for certain things. I get it. But they pay for certain things every single day. You don't feel like that online. But in your real life relationship, you live in the metro Detroit area. You niggas is paying. For sure. You niggas is paying. And y'all splitting rent and doing all that shit. This, the, the, the metro Detroit area don't make enough money for the man in every relationship to pay for everything. It just it's just not it's not it's literally impossible with the median income in Detroit being twenty four thousand dollars. It's impossible. With the same with the shit that y'all wearing and knowing like it it unless it's just one nigga paying for everything for everybody. <laughs> it's it's impossible. It may sound good in theory, but in your That's one of them things on social media that people like to debate the you know what what a man should and shouldn't do. Yeah. You know I <laughs> 
just my thoughts and opinions. And I, they're probably a little, little, they're probably really crass, but like, I have, I have an issue taking what man should do advice from someone who's not a man. And not to say that it devalues your, your opinion because everybody's entitled to an opinion. Yeah. Doesn't mean your opinion is correct. Doesn't uh, mean your opinion has value. Or valid. Or valid. Um, yeah. Or experience, um, or expertise. Everybody has an opinion, but some people opinion is like, Hardened by real life experiences, you know what I'm saying? Versus, nah, I say this shit in the book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, saw that shit on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I get that, and I agree to to a lot of like how you know what a good man is when your mama ran your daddy off before you could, you know, before you could start figuring out life. You ain't never seen one. Well, it's probably the opposite of what your mom did, if that's the case. Right, because if I seen what ran somebody off, I would probably be like. Well, but I mean, at a certain, I, I'm not to say that that everybody understands that at a certain age, it may take you a little few more years, different life experiences, understanding before you wrap all that shit up in a nice pretty bow. That's all. Yeah, that should go both ways though, because depending on the context, right? Because I can tell you what a a woman should do from a man's perspective a man's perspective because I know what I want from a woman. Right. Right. So a woman be like, yo, men need to do this because they know what they want from men. And if yoga end goal is to get something like me, I'm going to tell you what people like me. I'm glad. Want. That, I'm glad that you brought that up. So I, I was out at dinner and a conversation came up about uh, BBLs and different cosmetic surgeries and people's choices yeah. behind obtaining these surgeries. And, uh, I was told a story about, you know, there's somebody with a mutual friend who got some work done, got a BBL or something, something to her ass done. And now how the fact is like when she goes out, men will approach her because they want, you know, a sexual relationship. But but nobody's taking her seriously as like a wife type of candidate. Like they just look at her like that was my stomach. <laughs> I had White Castle before I came. But. I'm looking like, is I like talking in the hallway? Just <laughs> <laughs> doing a thing. But she was saying that like people don't look at her as like a potential candidate as a mate or wife potential, just really like a good time. And she regrets getting this work done because like it's actually limited what she thought it would increase. So what do you, you, you know what the girl looked like before and after? I don't know her personally, no. Oh. But I, I I hear that she was pretty and, you know. One of the guests uh, who recorded a pod in here, uh, I think they'll be here this week. I know who you're uh, talking about. She got a she got one a couple weeks ago. And she was like, I want to. <laughs> She's funny. And she was like, I'm going again. It ain't big enough. I want my money back. She just bullshitting because it looks great. Right. Um, but If like, it's the person I'm thinking. Um, I'm not sure. Okay, uh, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. But, uh. I kind of mentioned this before. I be thinking something a little bit wrong with you when you grab one of those. Gotta be. Gotta be. Now, I don't know if wrong is the right word. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that I probably sound dismissive or like accusatory or whatever. I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I, what I mean. It's one of the most dangerous surgeries you can get. 100%. It's literally the most dangerous surgery. Y'all flying to third world countries and staying there for like a week after the surgery and flying home with your ass up in the air. I just, I, I, I guess if it's any of my business, which is not, is my question would be, well, why did you want it in the first place? So what was that? What was this? What was the desired outcome? Right. 
Um, was it, I know people say, oh, it's for me. Okay. It's for you. But like, you know, this is something that everyone else can see because you can't even see it. Right. <laughs> uh, um, so like, was it for attention? You know what I'm saying? Did you always feel like quote unquote less than when, when the, all the homegirls got that shit? You know, it's a certain look. Everybody want to look at, I, I think everybody want to look attractive, right? I would or hope be so. Be desirable in, in certain things. So yeah. if you were ever less than, um, maybe you're a little bit envious. Maybe you were, I, 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 again, I don't want to. A lot of y'all like, get them and it don't look good. They look bad. They get y'all to, y'all got them, these donk asses and these toothpick legs. It doesn't look proportionate. A lot of these shits look bad. You got dents all in your fucking ass. Like it doesn't look good. I mean, this baby and regular. You know I mean, I yeah. that's I don't. I'm not knocking like I don't expect a woman to be perfect. I don't mind you know stretch marks shit like that. Like I'm a nigga. I don't mind that shit one bit. A little love handle, do something to do something. You know, I'm I'm good with all. I'm good with all of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with all of that. That's some funny shit. <laughs> yeah, three something. Let me see something. You know, I'm good with all of it. I don't want to see. If she attractive, she attractive. Like I didn't. I've dated plus size women, and some of them over three hundred. Probably around three bills might have been the might have been the largest. But you know how much three hundred pounds is. I want you to think about that though, nigga. I was almost three hundred pounds and one almost three hundred pounds. That's a lot. That's a lot on a man. That's a lot. It's even more on a woman because they had a smaller frame. I mean, but they curvaceous, pretty soft. I mean, nigga, it's, <laughs> I'm not saying there's nothing wrong. I just want to make sure that you, you... You ever jumped in like one of them them bounce houses kids be in? <laughs> <laughs> It's water, like a butt naked slug. You on the water, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throw that thing on me, big girl. <laughs> <laughs> so my question would just be like, what you do it for? Right? Like if you want the attention of men, because that's what, at the end of the day, like I don't want to deal with that. I'm just thinking like you spent four, t- let's say you spent 10 racks on your body. What is the ROI on that money? Like, are you stripping? Are you doing something to make this money back? Like I seen a meme like why spend ten racks on your body and you charging niggas a hundred dollars for pussy you hustling backwards. No, that's how she paid for it. I mean, but I'm saying that's not she as in the girl. Yeah, but that's gonna be a lot of fucking (laughs) to get back ten racks. You may see a nigga a couple times a week. Okay, loyal loyal fan base. (laughs) Okay, I mean, if you can smash the baddest one for a hundred dollars, I make a lot of hundred (laughs) dollars every other week. I make a lot of hundred dollars. You feel me? Uh, me. got a little disposable <laughs> income if you don't buy no J's. I mean, shit, we're not going to get no fast food this week. They go hundred dollars right there, easy, <laughs> easy, easy. <nigga. laughs> a week. <laughs> uh, I mean, but like in real life, uh, to, since the BBLs and all that shit has been out, like we kind of know what comes with that, and the attention that comes with that, and the type of person, and the type of attention that comes with that. Knowing all those things. Uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. My question would just be like, why did you want to spend fourteen thousand dollars to go through that? Um, to to get this negative attention from it's, it's you know now if you just a woman with a fat ass, this is gonna be the attention that you got your whole life. You're yeah. not you're not used to this. Yeah, you know what it's I'm gonna saying. Go to your head. So you're not used to this. So you you damn. Now it could be like, yo, I had negative ass. That shit looked bad. I just wanted to look normal. I don't know. Man, how do you tell somebody they wrong for that? Let me. T- I say this. I know we personally know two people that has had some work done. 
when I say they look amazing, they look fucking amazing. Yeah. And it, it looks natural. I think it's a difference between people who get like bodies that just naturally fill out and it looks nice. And you get a, like an ass that clearly does not belong on your body. <laughs> like, and then you go back to get a big, like, like what's wrong? Something's wrong. I think there's something to look, there's a little splash of mental something in there. I think it's. You, you risked your life. To, you can spend your money on whatever you want. To, now you look I, like ants. I'm kind of side eyeing and like you. This what you chose to spend 14 racks on. Your money is your money, though. Your money is your money. But you know, do I, you want to marry somebody who craves the attention of other men? No, not like that. Craves it. Like I'm gonna risk my life, spend a down payment on the crib. No, that's that's not smart decision making, honey. Like when you when you, and it's not right or wrong. So don't I don't want if you got one more power to, or if you want one, do what you need. But if you increase something that is a very sexual object, like men look at it as that as such, I'll put it like that, right? You know what kind of attention that's gonna come from? And a nigga tell you all day, like you know, I don't really like that. I don't really like all that extra. I like natural bodies, you know. And and a motherfucker will still. And I know it's it's not just for me. And I don't want to be like the nigga, like, well, do it because I like it, like. But if this is the person that you want to spend life with, I mean, at least hear them out. Now, you're going to do what you're going to do. It's your body. It's your life, your money. But like, if this is my wife and she like, hey, I want to get a beat. I want to make my ass bigger. I'm, I'm not like, gonna tell her no. Because like, who, like, it's just legitimately. It, it's, it's yours. Your but like, if you asking me for an opinion on what I like and what I feel, it I, may not, it may not line up with what you say. I may prefer you not. I'm not, I'm not going to, I may not. I don't support I don't this decision making. I don't know what I would do. I might, I might say I won't judge you for it, but I might. Because if it brings unwanted attention into our our, un, our normally peaceful life, and now there's random, now we can't even go out in, in public no more because like, it's a certain. Att- hey, yo, freak. It's a certain attention to that draw. Yeah. Now, you as a person is a wonderful person, but if I don't want to deal with that attention, I could not. Ev- not everybody wants to deal with that. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't want to deal with that. Not the all male, the time. What's the male equivalent to that though? Because what we don't like, we got an opinion on it. They're not our bodies. This just the people that we want to be with. What's the male equivalent to a BBL? I don't know. And, but like, there's uh, there's no male equivalent. Uh, to AMG. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, there's nothing equivalent for for a woman to be like. I want y'all to stop doing this because this brings more unwanted attention towards us. Niggas who spread a hairline on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Niggas gotta, who use I, Beijing. I it's don't. not a male equivalent. You know what I'm saying? Man Maybe, weaves. Well, niggas do get like fake abs and fake chest muscles and shit now. But like, so if you found out your nigga had fake muscles and shit, would you leave him? Because I heard women be like, no, nah, nigga, that shit lame. That's whack. Da, 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 da. I've, I see them comments on Instagram and shit like that because we see, I see, we're throwing bitches in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. We had a whole conversation about would you get fake, uh, fake chest muscles, fake oh. this and fake that. <laughs> and it's like, well, you got your tump, like a man. Like, well, you got your fucking, your, 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 you got your calves done, nigga. Oh, you got your stomach stapled. You lost a whole bunch of weight, not naturally. Why is that not the same? Because yeah. that's a. Because once men start giving their preferences about women, we pieces of shit. That's all. When we start, if if I was to list my physical preferences in a woman, 
it will probably offend somebody and now I'm a piece of shit. But if a woman was like, look, I don't deal with niggas that ain't 6'2", got a full beard, full head of hair, muscular. Like when they start listening, they shit is not a big girl. That's what you should like. You should find you a king. But like, look, if my queen, 5'6", yeah. 150 pounds with double Ds, now I'm a misogynist and an animal. I must say, no, that's, that's about what I... <laughs> that's about what I... Uh, I can, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Five, six, no. That's about what I like. Okay. I mean, no two something, do something. I've had a couple twos. We can do something strange if we three I don't some change. I, I ain't never, I've never, I don't care. Like, are you aesthetically pleasing to me? I mean, that's what it all and, comes and, down and, to. And, yeah. And I'm happy with you. I don't, I ain't never like, oh, how much you it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little weird. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't, I mean, it may sound, uh, I don't care. Like, I don't look at a, at a woman's weight as a crutch. Like, I got two good and working eyes. I can see what you were when you walked up or when I walked up to you. So, like, I'm, I'm cool with it. You ain't never, we ain't gonna get mad. I'm like, your fat ass. Like, I'm not gonna do that. Cause, man, what if it started one way and ended a different way? It happens. But so this was wild. Yeah, but really, I think you should have an honest conversation with your partner. That's not what you like before you that. go fuck somebody else. I get that, but when you do love this person, and you think that shit gonna hurt your feelings, you don't have the same conversation. Maybe you should, but most people can't break they, the 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 love of their life heart and say, "Listen, I'm out of. I don't." Matter of fact, how about it may not be you on the way. Like yo, I'm just not attracted to my wife no more. Now tell her that. Without breaking everything in her. You know what I'm saying? Or or the wife. Like tell tell your husband that you're not sexually attracted to him no more. He ain't lose no weight. He ain't gain no weight. Tell him you're not attracted to him no more. Now, should you? Yes. But are you? Man, that's a you gonna kill a nigga like that. Like you would and you love this person. I, it's not that I don't love you. Yeah. I'm not attracted to you no more. Like I literally like somebody else now. And maybe this That's one. That's why I said we're not wired for monogamy. Are we or are we not? I don't think that we are. Are we? What are we wired for? To live, be fruitful, multiply, replenish society. Yeah, I don't know that we wired for anything. Everything we do is a choice. Everything we do is a choice. If you wanted to be with one you, person, you, you can be with one person. But we're also conditioned that way. I want to kill niggas sometimes. I don't. You know what I'm saying? You get into an argument like, man, I, nigga, I shoot this bitch up. I don't. I could like when you marry, right? I don't stop finding other women attractive. When I'm in a relationship, I don't stop finding other women attractive. Like I would still ha have sex with these women if I wasn't in a relationship or whatever, but I don't. Now, that takes a little bit of discipline. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But like, I don't know that we wired any particular way to be like, nah, you can't be with. Now, I think we wired to like the opposite sex, right? But okay. I don't know that we wired to like every single one of the opposite sex or have that at, I think too much of anything hurts you. Too much of anything, anything in excess is, it hurts you. And a man or a person has to have some sort of boundary or have to have some sort of Oh yeah, of you gotta have some self-control, some emotional control. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. And I don't, I'd even take it a step further. We not wired to be with everybody. Now that I think about it, because of we got emotions, and emotions are real as fuck. 
They have real life. Are emotions and feelings two different things? I think, yeah, because emotions is a chemical reaction. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And feelings could be chemical, but I think more mental. But like pheromones and shit like that that make you attract. Like, I think that's a chemical reaction. Yeah. Versus now, I don't know that we supposed to be with everybody because so t- I personally believe that SEX, the sexual energy exchange, I think that's a real thing. And when you vibrate at a certain level and y'all, like you make you can make life. I don't know that it's safe. You shouldn't be vibrating with everybody. Like you that's- should not. It's fucked up people in this world because two people who do not vibrate at the same level had a baby and created a fucked up kid. Like insert kid who goes and shoots up a school. Maybe your parents were never supposed to be together. Literally, but you got free will, so you can do whatever you want to, right? But the mix of this DNA and this DNA is going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. And maybe you're not supposed to be here. I don't know if suppose is the right word, but like. And I get what you're saying. It like, was, I don't know that we suppose. Like, you're not supposed to be with, you're not supposed this, to be with your siblings. In this metaverse, you, your parents should have walked by each other. Yeah. You're not supposed to. Incest ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they male and female? Absolutely. But you know that shit ain't right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Your body is attracted to the opposite success, but when it comes to your your relative sister or yeah, your cousin, it don't work. Yeah, so that means you got the ability to not make it work with anybody. You know what I'm saying? I just thought about that shit. I feel good about that argument, okay. but <laughs> but that that ability is there. Um, I I just don't know. I don't know that we supposed to be with one person. I don't know that we supposed to be with. All people. I think polygamy can save the black family. Why black specifically? Because there's a huge, there's a bigger wealth gap between blacks and and other ethnicities. So what's gonna make you get more wealth by being with multiple people? No, we we combine resources. It doesn't have nothing to do about me fucking two other women. We combine resources. We can we can do more with more people, with more work, working adults helping one another instead of single household here and single. And married couple here. We combine resources. We can do more. I get that. And I agree with that. But polygamy is I'm one person and I combine with multiple people. How come two people just can't combine? Because two is going to be better than one. And three is better than two, nigga. Could be. But you got a better chance of one in one meeting than one in three meeting. What personalities? What, what all that shit? You got to be conditioned for that. It's it's, t- it's hard to get find harmony in a two person relationship, let alone bringing a third person in. It, it take it, it takes a different type of mindset, uh, but it but happens. I, what would say the black, it's feasible? What would say the black family? Check this out. We have sex with too many people, dog. I agree. I agree. Like, I definitely agree with some of some of the shit and the reasons that people don't get married is like we don't vibe. Like you comparing this person. So the 13 other women you slept with in the last insert time frame here, maybe you were never, ever exposed to experience all that shit. Right. You have an emotion um, or a, a, a yearning for something or that like you wasn't. It's the book. It's the it's the fucking Garden of Eden. And nigga, you were never supposed to know this shit exist. You wasn't supposed to eat from the true the, the tree of life or whatever the, the knowledge or whatever the fuck yeah. it's called. Like you wasn't never supposed to know this shit. And now that you know it, you can't put that shit back in the box. So you didn't, you didn't shed your energy with 70 people 
And then now you wondering why you can't find peace. You got 70 motherfuckers inside of you. Like you literally got, they say you share DNA with somebody that you had sex with. I'm a Petri dish. An altar. And you I'm a Petri a dish. <laughs> like my nigga, you're not supposed to have 70 people inside of you. Or on you or however. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we possibly. Exchange fluid, dude. No, I mean, I didn't fail at this. Okay. I've definitely failed. But like, uh, maybe that's the reason that everybody can't. And maybe that's why some of my relationships has failed. Because I'm searching for a vibe that somebody don't, that somebody else had and I let go of. Yeah. Or not your, this vibe is mixed with this vibe. I want both of these now. And this, like, how how can you marry somebody you never know if they good or bad or not or this and that? What do you have it to compare to? <laughs> and that's I can that's, always find out that's, something else. That's the problem. We've I've, I've had I've done too much. Too I much do much comparative analysis. Yeah, and we not so. I damn near think, um, because humans been here for millions of years, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, and I think that religion started like yo. We didn't been around this motherfucker Earth long enough to know what's good for humans and what's bad for humans. I fuck around and set up a book of rules to keep you niggas in track. You need to only be with one woman. Matter of fact, nigga, don't have no baby until you marry. Because I know what's going to happen if. But just think, if you had sex with nothing else to compare it to, this is you. Your one and only partner, nothing else to compare it to. It's the best sex you ever had. Yeah. It's the best. And you all can grow and learn and explore that shit together. I got too, I done had too many partners and I got too much of this shit to, to where I can bounce off different ideas off of. I can explain. And I had a nigga arguing with me about this shit and I hit him with a, a argument. He could not come back. His manhood would not allow him to come back with an answer for it. Well, how would you know if you never did it? You ever been with another man, nigga? Hell no! Well, how would you know if you never? You don't like that response, huh? You, you only meant to be. It's with different. You. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's different. Well, how about you just be with your wife or the the? the you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Okay. That's a good theory. We we probably do have a little bit too much sex. We got too much access to a whole bunch of shit. I'm not saying maybe that's one thing that the internet. Maybe that's one thing that our grandparents didn't have as much access as we got to sex. And sex been sex since the beginning of time. Okay, niggas been freaky it's, it's, since, <laughs> since freaky since been free. You see all that shit in the run. Yo, them niggas been yo Sodom and Gomorrah got burned. Doing weird shit. Doing weird shit for a long yo, time. Niggas been doing weird. Like in real life, you ain't never thought something in your brain that nobody else thought, that no one else has not thought. Everything, every scenario in your brain that you can think right? of, someone did it before, dog. Somebody thought about. It. Oh, you think you I just different. feel like it's easier to? It's, it probably wasn't as easy to have access. Like nigga, I could pick up my phone and but every time and connect up, with women, I I norm I wouldn't have been able to connect to without a cell phone. Yeah, you talking to them, but just because you pick up your phone, I mean, you fucking in a couple hours. I mean. <laughs> Nobody got that bad an average, my nigga. Like, I, unless you, unless you got the bag, like, nobody has that bad an average. And the and the niggas who rich and famous, you know, what I mean, shots they shoot that don't get answered back by regular riches. I mean, regular women, a lot. Like, even they take L's. Even the like the, <laughs> like you know, it's not. I don't know, man. I tell you what, it ain't social media. It's human nature the devil <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is it's the devil it ain't it ain't social media it ain't because you came from a single parent home or you came from a, a, a two-parent home everybody got a, a opportunity and a decision to make and it's yours to make the decision 
Now, I think people would like to pass the decision off on someone else. I okay. think that's why black people vote Democrat or, or insert people vote Republican. Because if you had to actually, in order for you to cast your vote, right? You had to research everybody who ran for president, all 14 of them. Okay. And, and decide which makes better for your life. Ah, yo, that shit too much, man. I'm just going to go ahead and vote. Well, these two, the only ones that matter because y'all not voting for nobody else. It's your fault. If you got two bad options, because it's really literally every single person knows they're more. A lot of people know there's more than two options. Right. Right. So you will get up here and say, not you specifically, but like, we only had two options. Did we? Now, those are the ones that get thrust in front of us the most. Because there are more than two options. You know, I'll be real. Like all the rights and all that shit that we got. If it was your responsibility to actually defend those rights. Can you think about that shit? No, I'd rather just, you know, punch my little clock and have somebody else do that shit for me. I don't want the responsibility to have to defend the fucking country. Why would I do that? Slaughter red tape around this bitch. I could do it, but I, I, I don't, I don't need all that bureaucracy shit. I don't need, you know, I need more of a dictatorship than a democracy. Man. And I can run this bitch like a tight ship. It's the, like, I would rather just say, yo, this happened because somebody else did this to me. Yo, this shit, I'm, I ain't successful because of the white man. My nigga, what, like what? <laughs> like at a, at a point in my life, I would, I would, nigga say that shit and I will, I will be like, I get it. But no, nah, it, like in 2022. Tell me what that means. Like, yeah, what does that mean for you? Point to a specific situation in your life where you thought that you didn't get this particular job or whatever the fuck happened because you were black and the other person was white. Like, or tell me what, is there something that you specifically, dang, can't do in this country right now? Like, what does you, what do you want to do that your wallet that you think you can't because you black and not white? I mean, <laughs> I think it has more to, it's more complex, I think, in most cases than just color. There are some things that I feel like, you know, my future in would be very limited, but it has one. This this as an example, I don't think I would be a CEO of a fortune 500 company that I did not build my myself. I don't think I, I don't think I would ever be given that opportunity to do something like that because I'm black. I have a lot of visible tattoos. I don't fit the corporate structure mold. I don't think I'll be able to not because I don't have the know-how or my resume isn't what it needs to be. But I think some of those things that I have put into place mm-hmm. would make it very difficult to make that transition. But if you think you had to, if you had the resume, you, why, you don't think you would be able to do it because you're I, black. I, I think black and my, and my outward physical appearance. Not not just being black. I think the tattoos would. would but that's hold a me decision back. that you made. It is. Yes. Right. That's not like a like because you could if you could be the CEO of insert company here if you didn't get tattoos. Well, if that's what you wanted to do with your life. Don't get the tattoos. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not because you black because you got the tattoos. You know what I'm saying? Like or insert such and such, whatever. But it's it just it's easier to blame somebody else for your failures. It's the boogeyman. Hey, the white man did it. Which it's the whooping house <laughs> in real life. I am still fearing you. I made a fucking Willie Lynch letter up and got y'all niggas in fear for 
since the 60s. Hundreds of years. That that letter come around. I remember my daughter bought it to me. I'm like, baby, this is this is an internet hoax. Like this this thing, this document doesn't exist. That shit did not show up until um the early nineties. And it referenced like the shit that he was talking about in that letter don't even exist. It wasn't that's not a it's not a thing. You know what I'm saying? But all I need is fear. Not keep you niggas in check. I remember when niggas were printed. This is how old I am. Where niggas were printed up and they were passing it like around school. Like nigga, it was almost like. Remember when COVID first started? My cousin worked for the Pentagon and they what said all y'all Pentagon cousins and shit. And they said that they gonna shut this shit down for two weeks. Yo, everybody was t- hitting my line with this. Everybody. Where 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 is cousin Jerome that works at the <laughs> Pentagon? I would like to speak to him about a few things. One of the, one of the nigga at the Pentagon was right to the motherfucker because it did shut down. <laughs> Maybe one, it was one nigga, and uh, everybody related. So you know what I'm saying. You know, I talked to my cousin Mark and that nigga Janet on the third shift, and he told me yeah. he heard niggas talking about. And that shit just spread like wild. Like how niggas uh, separated Rihanna and ASAP Rocky like a weekend ago. Just spread. You said it on the internet. It's got to be true. Smut that nigga name out. He's so dumb. He did. Like, damn, I know what. Now I know what y'all niggas think about me and shit. Uh, in the uh, 48 Laws of Power, nigga used to do that shit. Shit, Kim Jong-un did that shit a couple years ago. Nigga act like he was dead. <laughs> seen, <laughs> nigga act like he's about to See die. who was loyal. And see everybody <laughs> he's talking shit about him, picking uh, sides. Like, you oh. fool ass, bitch made yeah. ass niggas. Yeah, like, ha ha, nigga. The, the, the uh, reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> Like, no, nah, nigga, the reports of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, nigga fake this death. Machiavelli in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to see who was down for a nigga. Damn. And all you niggas turned. Y'all niggas, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Man, can you imagine? I think that's hilarious in some <laughs> regards. Like, damn, y'all niggas really on my head and shit. Like, like this nigga sitting back in a control room, like listening to e- listening to people talk, reading emails. Like, these niggas really think I'm dead. They yeah. think I'm weak. That's like uh, Jovan from uh, the Exotic Zoo. Motherfucker was putting smut on his name, saying he was doing it. Like a nigga who love animals. Like that's a special type of person. You feel me? Yeah. And to put smut on a man's name, saying he. Hit him with charges of animal abuse. Like, come on, my G. Animals, animals kind of scare me. I don't, I don't. This nigga got kangaroos and alligators <laughs> and pythons and shit. But like, you know, you, kangaroos are drowning you. Nigga, I'm scared as fuck of kangaroos. Kangaroo. That, I'm scared of humanoid things. Look that shit up on YouTube. That's like one of their tactics. They lure people to, they lure things to the water and they drown them. Ever since I seen that weightlifting uh, kangaroo, I'm straight. You know what I'm, what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I know about? what you're talking about. And I'm straight. Anything that's humanoid that stands up on two legs, that shit spooked me the fuck out. Raccoons spooked me the fuck out with their fucking opposable thumbs and shit. Fuck you got fingers for, my nigga. You ever seen a raccoon? I've been in a he, situation where a raccoon charged me. My nigga, it's been a <laughs> raccoon in my backyard. I think he stayed there at night. Because like four times he didn't came at nine o'clock between 8.50 and nine o'clock. On my and he come right down my camera that's in my backyard and shit. I'm like, this is this the this your shift? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to corner that motherfucker. No, I don't. Raccoons, possums, them things make me uncomfortable, my nigga. Anything that get like bear, you know, you already know my thing with bears. Like, nigga, anything that stand up on two legs. Every time I see a bear attack, I think of you. But bears are dangerous as fuck. And them fucking kangaroos, them niggas get on their back leg, that back fucking. T- 
hell and they kick the shit out you, dog. Like I seen the bear chasing the nigga at like a ski resort. He was coming like the oh nigga, yeah, like my man didn't even see the bear running behind him while he's on skis. And I seen a video of a nigga in the woods on his bicycle, and the bear was chasing him that whole time. Now, if you just without knowing the bear is there, you probably be straight. As soon as you know the bear is behind you, you fall off the fucking bike, my nigga. <laughs> I'm falling off the bike <laughs> as soon as I know the bear is behind. You got you got to have tunnel vision because one misstep and you are bear food. You bear, or you gonna fall off a cliff and just die. <laughs> like, oh, I man. am thinking dying off a cliff is better than being eaten alive by a bear. Man, it's it's just gotta be, man. It's just gotta be, cause depending on where that motherfucker bite me, I might it might take me a no, no, just just cliff me, my nigga. I'm terrified of that type of shit. Uh, I, mean, I want to go hunting real bad, but I am I'm afraid that if <laughs> I heard the, I heard the story about Dan and that squirrel, and I'm afraid <laughs> something like that gonna happen to me. <laughs> so like, shout out to D Barrett, I love you, bro, I love you, but I'm afraid like something like that gonna happen to me. And now I'm shooting a squirrel with a 38. My next trip to Texas, I'm going down to San Antonio shoot some hogs, man. You gonna do it from the plane? I would love to. That shit costs too much money, dog. It does cost a lot. Like I don't got it like that, dog. Nigga, like, yeah, let me get eight thousand dollars. What, nigga? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So you, they do have places where you can they'll they'll trap them and you just shoot them like in the trap. Uh, but that's not like I need some more man. Yeah, yeah, I mean I feel you. I don't I mean I, that's like, I want to walk up to a gate and shoot a, That's like Panther, but I I just can't do it. I need the thrill of the hunt. Yeah, I feel you. I need to earn what I kill. You feel me? Right. But I'm not that's that's just murder. I mean they saw a murder. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, that, I'm waiting for the punchline. Uh, but like no, you can't just like Trap something and then, well, I guess. Shoot it. This is what you pay for. And I was thinking about some shit. Take another step back or two if you feel like you want to get your money's worth. What the Bible they talking about, thou shall not kill? It don't say people. It just say thou shall not kill. But we be killing shit like. Lord, you've made certain stuff for us to kill. I just believe that. That's you, one of them things. I didn't, where I, think nothing, that, I didn't make anything for you to kill. I didn't make it for you to kill it. Now, in a hierarchy, if, if your life is in danger, like, you got to do what you got to do. But I didn't make anything. That's just one of the things where you talk about sh- the Bible being written in allegory. I'm not, I can't take everything literal to the word. But what? Did it, what you did made it, these chickens for me to kill and fry, Lord. You ain't never got to eat meat in your life. It's delicious. I mean. Put a little lorries on that bitch, a little lemon pepper. There are some forms of debauchery that, <laughs> that probably are fun that I would never enjoy because I'm never going I down mean, that rabbit hole. You never you know, know Dre. Yeah, I'm straight. You never know Dre. But I don't know that we. That it's called a rolling brown out. You never know Dre. I don't know what that <laughs> is. So I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. A dirty Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Y'all remember? When, y'all remember who Ron Mexico is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, that's why. That was funny. That shit was funny. That's hilarious. And niggas forgot. Now Ron Mexico went to jail. He did go to jail. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> hey, yo, now he on TV again. Have you heard about the Jim Carrey story? Nah. Search Google Jim Carrey STD. A very interesting story comes up about Jim Carrey. You want to share? His fiance killed herself because Jim Carrey allegedly gave her herpes. Yo, I remember that. She killed herself. That part is true. And like the family came back and sued him. 
He, did he know he gave it to her on purpose? Yeah, he, he, yes. He got tested. They had sex like a day or two after he got his test results. He, he, no one. Why would you do a thing like that? <laughs> you got to Google the whole story because I'm, I know I'm mis, mis, missing bits and pieces. Like, my nigga, if you got the test results back on a Monday, I'm not fucking on Tuesday. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> you're not, but I mean, if you, I don't get no fuck. Man, I, I'm so scared. Now, that shit is wrong. Man, it's so scary out here, dog. You been watching Winning Time? Yeah, I just caught up this week. Okay. It's so scary out here, dog. I was talking to a um, a friend of mine who met, who was in, 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 inflicted with that particular thing. And uh, she said she tell people. You know what I'm saying? And I guess when she not having an outbreak, like she, like good. And people be trying to have sex with her without a condom. After knowing. And I just don't understand it. Look, my nigga, that's that's your funeral. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's I don't understand it. Like, but I legitimately do not understand. But there's a segment of the population that believe they they were immune to COVID. It's not gonna it's not gonna affect me. My nigga, you're not gonna believe this shit. And I'm telling you the honest to God truth. A friend of mine, a young lady, told me she had sex with her boyfriend who was cheating. While he was bumped up. Whatever happens to you is going to happen. I'm like, what? I don't like these people exist because I know, I, I know them in real life. Like, I, I don't understand. People are so deprived for love and intimacy. They deal with things that wouldn't deem normal in most relationships. If you ever watch the reality show Love During Lockup and Love After Lockup, the shit that people go through. In order to have a taste Oof. of love is is that's how I know it's a drug, man. Yo, this shit. Wow. That's why I know it ain't social media for it. <laughs> OK, because this shit is this shit is this is this is bigger than so this shit is bigger than Nina Brown. Yeah, Uh, man, that's all I got, dog, because I, I can legitimately talk about this shit forever. I, I sent you my music pick of the week. Uh. Nick Speed and Rose Spit just dropped a project called Coney Island. And my music pick is a song off of this project called from Coney Island. The name of the song is Yakistan because uh, Rose Spit from Pontiac. So that's my music pick of the week, Yakistan off Coney Island. So where are you from? Where I'm from, niggas roam until they story get told. It might not be the truth, but watch the story unfold. They try to keep it in the field to play the warriors cold. The uniform, car hard, everything in 40 belows. Pros come and go, but see integrity's forever near. Life or death experiences make a nigga reference clear. We instill fear, but get behind the wheel, the devil steer. A bunch of rowdy savage niggas higher than the treble is. Oh no, it's a shooter in the hood and he live up the street. My granny like the news reporter, keep the hood up to beat. Damn that nigga manage, everybody seen him up there, he peaked. That was a sandwich for some other niggas beef. This is a autobiography, I know my mama proud of me to get to where I got. From where I'm from, I hit the lottery Maneuver through these neighborhoods, I stood require honesty And honestly, they honor me, them other niggas honorary I'm at ease, mama said when death come, they counted threes We laugh to keep from crying through the pain, here comes the comedy Try and get to a place where give and take, it ain't a robbery The rhyme of reason, timing ain't consistent, but it's about to be Rebel band, stacking plan, yeah 
Um, Pontiac representing. You know I fuck with Ro. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Ro Spit. Nick Speed. Nick Speed. Coney Island. Yeah. We can uh, have Ro in, in and out different things through here. Nick Speed did some uh, production on Detroit News album. That's what's up. Yeah, he's been around for a long for time. For Nick to be a platinum producer, he is very reachable in the city of Detroit. He got the love for Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Um, CMA graduate, I think. Nick, I mean, his father started uh, Video Vibe on, on BET and shit. He did. And uh, with Donnie Simpson and all that shit. His sister was on uh, Married at First Sight. No, what's the, what's the joint on uh on 90 Netflix? Day Fiance, Ultimatum. One of them fucking shows and day, she, yeah, she out here. She popping too. Okay. You guys been cool creatives, the whole family. That's what's up. Uh, all right. Whose man is this? Now look, I was just on the airplane, and uh, there was a bad kid on there doing a whole bunch of shit. But you know, niggas was upset, but they ain't take it too far because some things, you know, you just can't control. You know what I'm saying? Um, I also didn't want to take the edible when I was on the plane because who knows how you gonna act while you on the fucking flight? You don't want to be a bother to other niggas and shit. Well, there was one young man who decided to get high, get drunk. And try to pass some shrooms to Mike Tyson. And he kept fucking with Mike Tyson. Now, this is a different version of Mike Tyson. After Mike Tyson did the toad, he'd been smooth and calm ever since. You know, he a real sensitive dude. He probably cries on every single podcast of his. You gotta be you gotta be careful about a nigga that cry that much. Not even like on a on a um he, like he's a, in a different emotional state. Yeah, like Just, I'm 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 cleansing myself of all this shit. You gotta be careful. Because Varying degrees of the same emotion, my nigga. This nigga would not leave him alone. I seen you know, video. A, a just... nigga upped a pistol a couple weeks in the club and Mike was there and it didn't get violent. He ended up hugging Mike and leaving. So that's this is a very gentle version of Mike Tyson. If you if you can put gentle and Mike Tyson in the same sentence, this is a very docile and gentle version of Mike that we're seeing. I feel like Michael fought Mike fought like this year. Was that Roy Jones shit in 2022? Yeah. No, no that was 2021. It ain't that far from removed, my nigga. It was, in, it was during the pandemic. Yeah, it was. Because like, there was nobody there in the arena. Like, my, like y'all got to. Come on, man. He beat the shit out that nigga on the plane. Like, he repeatedly punched him in his fucking forehead. Like, I seen video of him hanging over, taking pictures, trying to pass some shrooms. And just like, like stop fucking with me, dog. Just I want I want people just to leave strangers alone, just in general. Leave celebrities alone. You don't know me. You don't know strangers. How about this? As much as I know about Mike Tyson, I've been studying him for a long time. My my family in Tennessee, they even still call me Mike Tyson. You feel me? Like Mike Tyson was like, he's on my bucket list of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know that man. <laughs> as much as I know about him, I do not know him. Leave these motherfuckers alone. People people want celebrities to be like nice and kind and celebrity-ish all the time. Like they going through shit too. This is one thing about Mike Tyson. I was like, y'all would never fuck with this nigga. He said, he ain't raped that girl, by the way. That's what he said specifically. He was like, they was trying to get me to take a plea. They said they'd suspend my sentence. I'll do like two months and I can be out. He said, one I'm never admitting to that shit because I didn't do it. He said, but I'm going to sit here in this prison cell 
because all of the shit that I did that they don't know that I didn't got away with. I didn't did some evil shit in my life. He said, <laughs> think about how Mike Tyson was when he was 14 years old. Some of the video we seen him yeah. was 14. He said in his apartment building, an old lady was coming with her fucking uh, her groceries and shit. He said, as soon as the door opened, he punched her in her fucking face. It took her money and robbed her. An old ass white lady. Fem, do you know how hard that fucking punch was? It's Mike Tyson, my nigga. At 14. You know what I'm saying? Just raw ghetto strength. Like, if y'all haven't seen Mike Tyson at 14, he looked the same as he did at 20 years old. He physically looked like the heavyweight champ. I'm sorry. He, he, he got the title at 18, by yeah. the way. My nigga. He said, I've done some bad shit. And I'll sit in prison for that shit. But I'm never saying I did that because I didn't do it. I believed him. You don't have to. But I believed him. Mike Tyson, I don't know. I was watching on um, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Uh, uh, Teddy Riley and TK Kirkland was on the episode. I don't know if you ever seen this one. No, I can't say that I have. And they was kicking it about. One, I, who knew that Teddy Riley was de- like them niggas know dangerous people. I'll just say that in every they dangerous from Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach is dangerous. Teddy, for sure. Uh, but Mike being Bronzeville, uh, my nigga, they know dangerous people. Supreme, all them niggas. They grew up in the 80s. The niggas who shot up, like everybody. Haitian Jack, they grew up in the 80s. Slim, when 50 was like, you know, Slim switched side. Yeah. Like, that's a, this episode is crazy. And some of the story, yo, if Mike say, I did some dangerous and, and foul shit, I believe him. I'm not fucking with him. I'm not, after he tell me to chill, I'm chilling. Excuse me, brother. <laughs> like, it's probably. You know, and I got this rule, like, I'll, I'll say something nice to somebody one time. That's it. All I got is one nice time to say something, to leave me alone. Please don't bother me. Gave, I only got one of them. He gave him more than one time. And then because I gave you more than one time, I'm going to give you more than one time. I said, you see a picture of that nigga's skull? A little knotted up. Yeah. It was, like, it was like four little joints. Like, nigga, that's what a... You was bleeding in between the knuckle shots. Like, look like a nigga scarred you. Mike was, Mike was hurting him. It's probably going to cost him a couple dollars. It's going to cost him. He may not be able to fly again. The other nigga shouldn't have shrooms on an airplane. He shouldn't. You should be on a no-fly list. You know, I thought it was real. Like, I was like, I wonder if I can take some weed on a plane. You can. Because, like, if it's in my pocket, like, what's going to happen? It's possible to get weed on a plane. I've done it. Like. I definitely did it flying to Colorado. I just went through a red, so at DTW, they got that little swinging thing. You can see like body scans. When I was in, uh, which I didn't go through that one to this past time, but when I was in Dallas, like nigga, they had, it was a regular ass metal detector. Like, ain't no bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the first time I didn't get like double checked. Usually after I get through the gate, they'll come and check me again. They check my back. They like we randomly select people. They check my backpack. Then one time they put the bomb juice on my fingers and shit. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? But I, I, you know, maybe I'm off the list. Talk too much on this podcast. Yeah. In any event, whose uh, man is this? Uh, whose man is this? Leave that motherfucker alone because uh, just leave strangers alone. Stop trying to prank people for likes on TikTok and Instagram. Just leave people the fuck alone. Yo, some of these niggas, somebody gonna die, dog. That's what I'm saying. Just leave people alone. Because you don't, like, everybody's a stranger to somebody. You don't know these motherfuckers. You don't know if I got a good day or not. Or you don't know what's been going on in my life. 
that on a normal day, your actions may seem like a joke, but because of what's been going on in my life right now, I grew grew up in the ghetto. I got PTSD. Nigga, I'm strapped in. (laughs) I'm strapped in. Shit is crazy. (laughs) I clap you in a coma. Madness. Hey, man, it's your man, the Honorable Dame, three underscores, three one three on IG, on Twitter. At me, talk to me. I do talk back. I ain't got a lot to go with, man. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It is Shop Talk Podcast. Shout out to This Week in Culture for playing my voice note. Amazing episode, fellas. I love, you know, what Jay and Trinidad and are doing up over there. And said, spin around in a circle, you see me again. <laughs> so shout out to This Week in Culture. Look, man, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. The brand is strong. It is Shop Talk Podcast. Shop Talk Podcast. Studio. Get on the website and book some time, bitch. Uh, shout out to y'all. 311 episodes in a row. Uh, shout out to all the birthday wishes and Texas and, and, and the 40 ball. All that shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the love y'all show. My pops, though, more importantly, man. He yeah. appreciate that a lot, man. Um, got a couple guests coming up, I think. And, um, you know, man, this is dope shit, man. About to be 80 degrees this weekend. That's man. what we do. Hopefully, I can't wait. Stay in your. Be outside in your neighborhood, but don't go outside outside. Don't go down to Belle Isle. This is going to be a tough weekend. This is the first weekend where it's going to be 80 degrees. So I want y'all to be outside, but y'all know what this weekend means in the city. That first hot weekend. Yeah. I want y'all to be here next weekend. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Well, as soon as they get outside, niggas get to... Going outside-ish. Niggas get to acting real Detroitish. <laughs> You're right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, be safe out here, man. And when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Day. Hell yeah. Peace.